Blog Talk Radio.
Yeah, baby. It's the Ang- Angry Divas. The triple dark dot dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. The Angry Divas air live weekdays on blogtalkradio.com at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, check out our website. That's www.angrydivas.com. Angry Divas. Get it right, boo. This has been another Big House production. The Angry Divas radio show. Radio show. Radio show. Radio show. Yeah, baby. It's the Angry Divas. The triple dark dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. The Angry Divas. Yeah, baby. It's the Angry Divas. The triple dark dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. Yeah, baby. It's the ang- Angry Divas. The triple dark dot dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. The Angry Divas air live weekdays on blogtalkradio.com at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, check out our website. That's www.angrydivas.com. Angry Divas. Get it right, folks. This has been another bitch house. Black woman. That jet black woman. Best respect that woman. The black woman is God. Black woman, that big black woman, you can never check that woman, the black woman is God, mother of the earth, queen of the land, call me mama Duke, watch me expand, swallow up the sun, give birth out my glands, that's what we call a resurrection, I think it's time to turn your lights on, I think it's time to change your white on. Up on you just like a python. <laughs> Isis is really ice on. We the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga. In the form of double X, nigga. I want my throne back. I set, nigga. I burn your shit down. Stop met, nigga. We all waited, debated, anticipated, was hated, miseducated by both who ejaculated. You're not a fake, it's a rape, it's a violator, and mother nature's haters, cause we born immaculated. So now we changing the orders, we be the total recorders, we're moving all of the Stopping the slaughter So I'm calling the daughters From out the pre-mortal waters With eggs around the waist Call her mommy water And she the Black woman That jet black woman Yeah, that's respect that woman Why? Black woman is God Black woman Yeah, that big black woman You can never check that woman Why? Black woman is God They think I'm gonna stop when they call me bitch, hoe, and dyke So I'm saying it loud, right on the mic Stand strong, reclaiming my birthright See, we bow down to no man Submission never been part of a program So keep fishing and searching this whole land No DNA strand, we take the black vote man So, who was the builders before you? And who gave you suckling and boy you? If you believe in the ultimate sacrifice The story to Jesus Christ, she had a without you
Radio Show. I am your host, the Triple Dark Goddess. We will be getting started in just another few moments. We are patiently awaiting the arrival of our guest star, Kenyatta Williams. Wilson, excuse me. My goodness, y'all, I keep wanting to call the child name wrong. Let me get it right. Kenyatta Wilson will be in the building today. All right. And Kenyatta is going to come in here, and she's just going to do what she does best. She's going to flow. And I am excited about her arrival. I am excited about her being on the show. We have been trying to coordinate this for a couple of months now. And finally, the time is right. So y'all go ahead on, get you a seat, get you some lunch, listen to these tunes, and we will be on in here as soon as the guest host has arrived. I'm fascinated by covers, people okay. doing other people's songs. And there's not, there's never really hip-hop covers, so I thought that would be interesting. And then secretly, I play with a lot of people who play imp- improvisational music and jazz. So in my mind, I just wanted to take something that they think is real simple and easy to do and try to do something different with it. And I just, I like how language is morphing and friends is just such a a malleable word. I don't even know what it means anymore, you know, (laughs) so... Girlfriend, we're so tight. You took her out with you and your guy one night. She even had 
your home And you shared most of everything you own She shook your hand and stole your man It had to be too strict, it had to be a plan With friends like that you don't need enemies With friends like that you don't need enemies With friends like that you don't need enemies
high school, ain't no black history class. But then you go to college, where there's a whole Afro-American studies department and ain't one black person in the fucking class. That's some bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's a whole fucking department about you to learn about yourself. And you know what the funny shit is when they say put shit in books and niggas won't know it? It's the realest shit in the fucking world. Because right. niggas would rather watch reality. BET is a fucking joke. Bullshit. I remember BET when it was video link, free and AJ yeah. was on 
what my gift was. I can talk really fucking well. Yep. I speak very fucking well. And my mama has made me very musically adept. She made me fucking sing in the choir at church from the age of one to the I, age of fucking 20 something. I remember them You know what I'm saying? I started playing the piano when I was a kid. I don't know how to read music. I can play by ear. I started writing because my brother made beats in his room. And we had shit to do. And he needed somebody to rap to him. So that's how the fuck I started doing music. And I'm good at it. I love it. Like, it's something I want to do. I feel like people need to... Music is music is the weapon. I know motherfuckers been heard that shit. Why do you think they market music the way they fucking do? Because yeah. it has the power to influence and, and manipulate the people become what they listen to. And, and, and it's not a secret. It's not a, it's not a, a mistake that the music industry markets violent or gangster or detrimental music towards the black community because we kill our fucking oh, selves. No. All that bitches could, you know, booty me down and make that ass clap and roll your ass like a 24 and niggas all know all of your gaudy lyrics and all the G's and you, but y'all know the uplifting shit. Do y'all know that M.I.A.'s record ever said that she couldn't drop her label or her fucking, uh, her, her, she couldn't drop her album because it was too positive. It wow. was too conscious. Did you know shit. that shit? Lupe Fiasco, we all saw what Lupe went through. Oh, they He's very ingenious. They try to say he's crazy. They be fucking crazy. They do that to fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so much money and shit. We, we could get them to buy gangster music, then we can get them to go to jail. And we can make more money in these private prisons that's owned by the music industry. You know what I'm saying? It's all the circle. You never lose money in the music industry. That's a fucking lie. You get that shit back tenfold. A loss is still profit. Because you make something back, even if it ain't all what you invested. Investments get broke the fuck off. That's just how the shit... It's money every fucking where You just gotta put your name on it. And if you do something that you love, the money just gonna come to you. It's not about winning. It's about doing what the fuck you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it and what you believe. And if you believe that shit, motherfuckers will believe in you. And that's the end of my fucking rant. I'm sorry. It's the Angry Divas Radio Show. It's the Angry Diva. The Bell of Boston. The Angry Divas Radio Show. This has been another Bitch House production. This has been another Bitch House production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. Airing live weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com. Check out our website, www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A. Get it right, baby. This has been another Bitch House production. The, the Angry Divas Radio Show. The Bell of Boston. The at the count of three, I want everybody in the place to be to make some noise if you're down with me. One, two, three. Hit me with the horns, honey. Keep making noise. Keep making noise. Yeah.
messages up with their heads. Anyhow, let me stop. Welcome, everybody, one and all, to the Angry Divas Black Business Week up in this bitch. It's Taboo Tuesday. We're going to talk about passion, finding your voice, and just letting it. I don't know how you're feeling, but after I just listened to that opening little track I just played from Miss Kenyatta Wilson, my heart is beating like I just fucking was running, all right? Like I'm doing cardio around this bitch. You know? You know, the reason that I love, love women who just go for it, especially a black woman, you know? First of all, there ain't nothing like that black woman. Uh, that jet black woman. You can never disrespect that woman. Why? The black woman is God. Shout out to Shaw Bless and the Angry Divas official anthem, The Black Woman is God. I love, especially when we find our voice and we begin to express ourselves. You know, we live in a world that thrives on the continued ignorance of black women truly accessing, understanding, and standing on our value, our gifts, our purpose, and what the hell we came here to do. I have seen and had so many different experiences myself. You know, you you don't have children, so you shouldn't talk about mothers. Bullshit. I have a mother, and I was a child and still am one. Fuck off. I'm going to say what I got to say. You can't talk about what men do because it's man hatred. Yeah, well, what men do to women is woman hatred. Fuck off. I'm going to say what I got to say. You can't talk about, you know, black people need to get better because what about what the white man did? Well, maybe you like always having the white man dick in your mouth. Me, I'm going to talk about what the fuck I want to say. Now, some ground rules. I got to do housekeeping for everybody who's new. Today we will be tolerating guests, but today only. Typically, we do not do that in the House of Diva because we know the guest is nothing but lurking-ass niggas looking around to see what they could stir up. So we don't tolerate that. But today only, we will. You know what I'm saying? And don't make me have to put Sufi feminists. You are on official tell me who the hell to kick out duty, all right? So Sufi feminists is basically the bouncer in the chat room as of right now. So y'all don't do nothing crazy because Sufi, I don't, she will cut your ass, put you out. All right? Thank you, Diva. Thank you, Diva. Thank you. All right. We just free flow here. This I try to come up with topics and, and, and something to kind of be an anchor in the storm, so to speak. But I just flow, and I love to just be in the flow and permit other people to be in the flow. So without further ado, everyone, Kenyatta Wilson. <laughs> hey. Peace. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming. My God. It's my pleasure. When I, Definitely my I pleasure. I first ever posted that video, I think it was not long after it was posted on um, YouTube. It was probably March, um, yeah, like maybe the 20th or something. And I was like, y'all, we're going to have her on the show. Come hella high water. <laughs> she will be on the show. This is my honor. <laughs> Welcome, sis. How are you today? What's going on with you? I'm feeling really good today. Uh, how about you? I am feeling lit, you know, like like I said, <laughs> y'all. I feel like I just was 
running, you know. <laughs> I was out here doing cardio, <laughs> jumping jacks and shit, you know, trying to get it together. Uh, okay. Um, you feel real high good. High energy. Then. Yeah, real good, real good, real good. I was, um, just as a starting point, as a jumping off point, y'all, I checked out the video again. I went and found it on YouTube so I could make sure I put it on the page for everyone to have access to see it and refresh their memory and all that. But I went and actually looked at the comments this time. <laughs> I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have uh, did that. Uh, I don't even. <laughs> you, 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 you don't look at the comments. Ever. <laughs> for any reason. Okay? You don't. And now I know. But when this happens to me, when there's a video or something out about me, do not look at the motherfucking comments because <laughs> oh, people are so are cruel. Crazy. They are cruel, you know? They are just cruel. They will so rip cruel. you apart. Like, you're not even breathing, okay? Like, you, the people yes. crash blew across their new Jordans or something. <laughs> it's a mess, okay? It's a mess. So uh, yes. some of the some of the shit I did see was your typical whining though. You had white people whining, talking about anytime you mention a white person and what the fuck they do and what this system actually is, somehow it's reverse racism. You know we don't believe in that bullshit around here. Hell no. Okay. We don't fucking believe in that shit around here. <laughs> um, and for black people. Oh, my God. So there's one black chick, right? I ain't going to name her because, mm-hmm. you know, she's she not worthy of my voice giving power to her name. But mm-hmm. she left this long dissertation of, you know, this is a millennial, which I'm a millennial, too. And, you know, millennials happen to leave out, you know, the impact of what racism has done on black people and yada, 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 yada. Wank, 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 wank. We've all heard it before, you know. play Somebody bring out the tiny violin. And let's play the little sad ass song. I've heard it before. Okay? I've heard this shit fucking before. So, for me, it becomes difficult. I tend to focus on black and black people. A, it's black and black people who have done things in my life that has been either good or, and that's subjective. Depends on whatever the hell we're looking at. But I am a black person, and I am here for us. See, when we're mm-hmm. not focused on black folks, it's a problem. It's, you know, well, you, you're you sold out. You're out for everybody else. You know, they ripped Dre a new one because he didn't give his money to an HBCU. He gave mm-hmm. his money to a college that was cutting edge in stem cell research and such the like. You know, if you do something outside of just your own, then you're wrong. If you do something for your own, you're still wrong. So it, mm-hmm. it just becomes this nuanced little game that people play to always keep us from self-accountability. And what it brings it back to for me is a lack of willingness to be God. See, we're, we're real quick to want to honor God, but we don't want to look like, act like, walk like, talk like, be like God. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You to say that? You know, I, got to, I had to start telling myself I am God. I am responsible for everything that goes on in my life. Every success I want, I got to work for it. Every failure, I got to work up out of it. You know, instead of laying around in something, either looking for good or hoping to get out of bad. And a lot of our folk have a problem with that narrative. And I think it's because, if I can just be honest, I know in this realm, we all need validation. I get it. Everybody needs validation. I think 
black race, if I can just apply the monolith to the monolith, wants the validation of someone white to say, yes, you were original. Yes, we fucked you over. You're goddamn right. Everything that we ever told you was a lie. And then finally, black people will, I don't know, wake up and get their shit together. Maybe that's the dream. Maybe that's the dream right there. Right. So I wonder, we've got a couple of callers on the line. I'm going to open the line. I just want to hear what everybody has to say. Now, um, <clears throat> this is my house, and uh, I say what I want, but you will respect me in my house. Now. <laughs> we open up. Clayton and Justice is in the building. Hey, Mama. Welcome. Peace to you, sis. How you doing? Layton. Seven six zero six nine three. Your mic is open. I'm sorry, I didn't have my I had my mute button. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, girl, <laughs> you talking the whole time? Okay. Did you is the link in the chat? I'm on my way to a computer right now. Is the link in the chat room for uh, what you open with today? Yes, I just put that in there. Yep, it is. It is. Okay. It is. It's in the yeah. chat room, and I will um, copy and repaste. I mean, ain't nobody said shit in the chat room since I said shit anyway. But I will, <laughs> um, you know, make sure that it's back in there. Um, and mm-hmm. peace to everybody in the chat room and everything. Um, here goes the link again. There we go. Yep. It is a beautiful <laughs> thing that she did there. So we got that up. Blayton, um, do you want to say anything else, or you want me to just keep you open while I open up all the mics? Yeah, just go ahead because I'm walking to the computer room. Okay, well I'll let you mute yourself I'll mute instead of me muting you. All right, all right, honey. All right, four one four three nine nine. Your mic is open. You're on with us. Welcome to the Angry Divas Radio Show. What did you have for me today? Peace. Caller four one four three nine nine. Your mic is open. Did you mute yourself, too? Because, you know, we have a habit of doing that around here and forgetting. <laughs> That's what's going on today. We have a habit. I do it. You know, I'll mute myself so I'm not sitting here, mm-hmm, get it, girl. Yeah, when somebody else is talking. And then it'd be my turn to talk, and I'm just a talking. They're like, Diva, hello? Oh, shit, did it cut out? I'm like, damn, I'm on mute still. Shit. <laughs> to the show. I did five whole minutes of talking one show opening and the shit was muted the whole time. Somebody had to go in the chat room and be like, excuse me, we can't hear anything but clapping. (laughs) 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 Ah, Shit happens. All right, 414, maybe you didn't want to say nothing and that's fine. You could be just listening. I'll come back to you a little bit later. 414-698, your mic is open. You're on with the Angry Divas radio show. Peace to you. What did you have for me today? Four one four six nine eight. Your mic is open. Oh, what the hell is this? A silent storm day? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay, I'm not in that shit. <laughs> I am not in that. We might just have some people who, you know, sometimes Blog Talk will push one 
poor people. You know what I'm saying? Just push people through. They don't. They just try to listen. And you know, suddenly they're on, and they're like, "Oh shit, what do I, what do I say? I don't know. I don't say anything. I just want to hear the show." So we'll just go ahead on. Uh, sis, tell us what is going on for you in your career right now, and what is it you would like for us to take away from your work, your message, that kind of thing. Um, what was going on right now? Um, honestly, is me just waiting. Um, I got a number of different opportunities that came from that video, which I'd like to point out, it it was not my idea uh, to post it. I didn't know it was going to be posted. I just, it just happened one day, and it was there, and there was nothing I can do about it, you know. People just took it and ran with it. But I'm just waiting for things to fall into place, still making music, you know, still performing, still working on everything. Uh, Nothing's really changed for me except... A lot of people seem to know who I am now, you know, which is a blessing and a curse at the same time, you know. Like you said, people can mm-hmm. be very cool, you know. So uh, I take that as it is, you know. I mean, if not, if, if not nobody hates you, you're not doing anything right. So uh, Damn right. It is what it is. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I want to share something with you, sis. I was having a conversation this morning. Who is that with the noise in the background? Blayton, I'm going to have to mute you, honey. I thought it might have been you. Okay. Uh, I was having a conversation this morning with noted author Jacqueline Harris, and she wrote the Mm -hmm. book, Healing and Freedom Through These Sacred Tone Masters. And she took us on a journey. She came on our show a couple of weeks ago. And she took us on a journey through her own experiences with Sacred Source, with music, with sound, with resonance, with the ability to use sound, whether it's via music or the written word even, to heal uh, ourselves, to change our lives, to make our dreams come true. I got the book. I read the book. And this Friday, you all, we will be doing a Sacred Tone Masters Revisited show, just so you know. Um and Jacqueline Harris is actually going to be calling in on Friday. So she will be back with us on Friday to hear me talk all about the book and, and to go back through the journey with us revisited, actually having read the book, not just hearing her talk about her journey. Anyhow, something that I took away when I was reading the book is how great of a burden sometimes it can be to be gifted and black especially to be young, gifted, and black. People often feel that they have the right to tell a black woman how she should articulate herself, how she should market herself, what her focus should be, what she should or should not charge. You know, we have this horrible, horrible relationship where we love, hate, mammy. We hate when white people use these racist caricatures against black women but we fucking love to avail ourselves of the same shit. Mm. You know, where a black woman is supposed to be this ever-nurturing, over-loving, self-sacrificing, always giving, never looking out for her bottom line or her own best interest without being called selfish or crazy or, you know, self-hating, or any of the other troops that people throw at us for being young, gifted, black, and female. I have to say, 
it really helped me going through that journey and seeing I'm not by myself. It's not just me, and I'm not fucking crazy. What I'm seeing is right. And these people are the ones who are fucked up, and I can actually say that. You know, it's not me. It's something out there that absolutely does not want to see black womanhood succeed. And when we encounter it, one of the best things that I have found to combat this energy especially as a businesswoman, self-worth. You can't listen to what other people say to or about you. You can't listen to their critique even because it's not ever coming from a genuine place. It's not for you. It's at you. There's a difference between something being for you, for you, in your best interest and highest good, something that could take you to your next level, and something just being thrown at you to try to stop you or injure you or frighten you or shock you or block your path. That's something that all of us uh, wrestle with. We get the lesson. You know, sometimes you fall off the merry-go-round. You got to get back on. But it's something that all of us have a common experience with, and that is what actually made me want to have you on the show, sis, because it's something that I saw in your expression. I knew that that video wasn't planned, A. You were too in your flow. Okay, she was all in your flow, so in your flow, your neck is straining and shit, you what? And the motherfucker, you know, she just fucking went. I was like, yes! I was sitting here watching, yes! Oh my God, who is she? Where the hell has she been? God damn it, get this child a stage, you know? I know it wasn't planned. I know, I could see the moment when you realized you was being recorded. I was like, yep, that's when she found out, oh, shit, they're recording this, Uh, right? (laughs) Whatever. You know, she was just talking, just expressing herself, being free, letting source come up out of her, sacred source, with all of the information that she had available. And we don't like that. That's too much power. Black folks, I don't care. As much as we say we want ourselves to be powerful, that is not true. Black people are very frightened of black people who are powerful and black people who wield power in ways that are not conventional. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you could sit out, you know, and and be the, the person who does the dissertation speech and never, ever curses and always keeps an even temper and, you know, no matter what is thrown their way, they're just always like this. Mm-hmm. They appreciate you, but they'll still call you phony behind your back. You never win. So, a lot of the time, it takes a little while to find our voice. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not that long for some of us who are younger, because you know, I ain't no old bitty. You know what I'm saying? So, we young ones are fast. We move quick. But it does take a little bit to find your voice, and then once you find it, to keep it. Because other people want you to speak how they want you to speak and think how they want you to think and all of that crap. You know, some of my early influences as far as thinking goes was actually music, parliament. When the syndrome is around, don't let your guard down. All you got to do is call on the funk, on guard, defend yourself. They're moving in on you. Another one, funk and telecky. When you're taking every kind of pill, nothing seems to ever cure your ill. You got to deprogram to reprogram. I would listen to these songs. My father would play these songs, you know, my father, my mother. I would listen to these songs, and I would be intrigued. I I wasn't musically gifted that way. I like to sing. I did the church choir thing. 
but I wasn't musically gifted that way. But those things inspired me for the way that I speak, for the way that I think, for the way that I articulate myself, and even the topic of these shows. Could you tell us a little bit, sis, what is it that inspires you? Because if you could just tell us what got that fire up out of you in that video, girl. I'm inspired by life. You know, the things that go on around me, honestly. And um, when that video was being recorded, it was 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, I was at a photo shoot. I was tired as hell. I had to go to work. Um, I was somewhere on the cloud, real peaceful. And um, all the other artists that was there with me, uh, they were having a conversation about our local music music scene or whatever, you know. And um, it kind of frustrates me. You know, when people kind of just pat people on the back for yes, man, people are, are kind of afraid to articulate or or, or confuse what reality is with what they want reality to be. So uh, we were talking about our local music scene, and I got off, and I, it was kind of like, no, you know, people do things for the wrong reasons, and people are too afraid to tell people when they're not good at something. They would rather, you know, yes, man, somebody, or, or, or encourage it, as opposed mm. to being honest with people. Honesty is not really something that people value these days, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's hard for people to be honest with people. Like, even me, sometimes I feel like when I do music or when certain things happen, that people aren't honest with me in a certain kind of way. Like, they're afraid to tell me the truth about how they really feel about something. So, um, at that moment, I got real honest, and because music something I'm passionate about, and when I'm talking, I try to be as honest as I possibly can, the the whole point was not to spew facts at everybody, you know what I'm saying? It was to get them to think in a different kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the reason our music scene is being ignored, one, is it's oversaturated with the same kind of people, with the same kind of sound, with the same kind of goal. Don't nobody really want to do nothing on their own. Nobody wants to stand out. People want to fit in, you know what I'm saying? And they look for validation and approval from the wrong people who are not really willing to give them honest validation and approval, you know what I'm saying? Or honest, or, or be honest about somebody when they should do something else, you you know what I'm saying? So what it came down to was me telling people, and, and, and it went off because I'm, I'm really in touch. Not being a black woman is really important to me. So it kind of spilled into, you know, how we think as black people. You know, we don't really value the right things. We don't prioritize things right. We'd rather break each other down than encourage and uplift each other. You know, it seems like there's so many successful people. So so many successful black people that would rather hold on to information as opposed to sharing information. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm, it wasn't me trying to condemn people. It was me being realistic about our situation. Like, don't nobody want to tell nobody nothing. Don't nobody want to say what the fuck it is. Don't nobody want to admit or be accountable to the part that they play and why we think mm. so fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I'm, I'm accountable for it too. We all black people. What do, what do we do on a daily basis? How do we encourage? How do we uplift each other? We rather look at each other and tear each other down and, and judge people based off the, the shit that we get judged off of, you know what I'm saying? The shit that we want people to give us the benefit of the doubt for, you know what I'm saying? And that's wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like, I live by the treat everybody how you want to be treated, you know? Like, and, 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 and like you were saying, like, we, we're gods, you know what I'm saying? We got to step into that position of it, you know? Like you said, you get a lot of your inspiration from hip-hop. I get a lot of inspiration, my inspiration from hip-hop, music, um, God, you know, just just it, it's mm-hmm. more of a a spiritual thing to me as opposed to being, yeah. you know, I try to be honest, logical, 
you know what I'm saying, when I create music or when I speak on things as opposed to being biased or emotional about it, you know, like, and, right. and, 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 and that uh, recently, you know, I, I love Pusha T, and it's this song that he has on a, uh, a Cruel Summer uh, CD, you know, that Kanye West compilation of all his artists or whatever, and he starts off his song, he's like, I believe there's a God above me, I'm just a God of everything else, you know, and so yes. I realized I mm-hmm. start believing that, you know what I'm saying? I believe in God more than I believe in self, but why shouldn't I believe in myself just as much as I believe in, in God? Because he made me this way. He made me capable of doing all the things that I set out to do. It's just up to me to, to tap into that, to hone that, and to, to control that. Yeah. Like, people have told me since the rent video that I should make more videos and 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 I want to, but it's just like I don't want to. I didn't plan that video. I didn't. I didn't sit down and say I'm going to tell you how I feel about black people. I'm going to tell you how I feel about Obama. I'm going to tell you. You know what I'm saying? So for me to mm-hmm. sit down and do that right now kind of feels ingenuine when all I was really doing before was making music. So I can't let what people expect of me deter me for what from what my real objectives are as a, as a person, as an artist, as 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 as. as what I'm trying to do with myself as as as, as a human being, you know, as an individual. Yeah. Because if my message becomes somebody else's, it's not mine. It's not unique anymore. Uh-huh. Something that you've heard a million times over, and and nobody's looking for the same thing anymore. They want you to stand out. And if I want people to pay attention, then I got to continue to do what I was doing before. You know, God already has a, a plan. I just gotta continue to walk the path. It's it's already done. You know. So knowing that is what inspires me to just keep being myself. Keep being an individual. But what I'm glad for is, you know, I, I got to tell y'all, I get like the chills listening to this sister speak. You have to <laughs> recognize, I'm serious. I am serious. Y'all, I don't, I'm not really a nice person. I'm not a nice person at all, actually. Let's just put that I on record. Right nice. <laughs> I am a kind person. I am a generous person, but you know, we went and did the etymology of nice, and nice is foolish and timid and stupid and all that shit, so I'm not nice, but I am a very generous person, I am very given, and I'm truthful to a fault. Actually, a lot of people can't stand my ass because of the fucking truth that I <laughs> I say this, to be honest, that it is invigorating listening to you speak, because, yes, you are very knowledgeable, you're very passionate, and just listening to that flow come forward you know, I was a part of um, a radio show, WGAG, Don Nicoleone show, and Ness, surviving the game, said one day, women needed to have the opening of the mouth ceremony. And when she said it, it just rang through me like a bell, an opening of the mouth ceremony. We don't give voice to our dreams or our wishes. We don't let the power of life and death come off of our tongue to give life. Often to give death, you know, I can't, I don't know how, it's not, I'm afraid, what if, but never, I'm open to it. It's powerful to hear somebody just say that, I'm open to it. It's powerful to hear someone speak life on their self, their future, their desires, and on other people as well. It is powerful. You know, I love listening to you talk about understanding what your message is, what your purpose is, and staying the course. That is exactly something I can identify with, you know. I know a lot of sisters listening can identify with that in their own lives, with whatever their passions are, their goals are. Staying the course and not letting other people tell you how you should do something. Because as my grandmother taught us, 
opinions are like assholes, and everybody got them. You know, everybody got them. Can't let them sway you from what you came to do. They don't have to like it. They don't have to like it. They don't have to pay attention to you. But those who love it, those who understand, those who appreciate you, they will always keep on giving you that same love and energy, and they know that you actually do have something of value. They might not like everything you say. I don't like everything every woman says. I don't have to fucking agree with everything you say to value you. See, that's something I feel really does fit in, especially when it comes to the business, the spirituality of business. Valuing yourself and understanding that, yes, you do have a purpose. You do have a gift. You do have something powerful that can and will bubble up out of you and change things, especially in you first. Out of yourself comes all else. Y'all know that's my constant mantra, my constant refrain. Out of self comes all else. You start with you and watch how everything else falls in line. We're not encouraged, I know. We're not encouraged to live our life like that. Self-centered focus is frightening when you're always taught to put you on the back burner. You can't put out this little fire, that little fire, that little fire, and then take care of you later. You have to take care of you first because out of yourself comes all else. If you take care of your dreams, if you focus on building yourself, you'll also always be able to help someone else. You know, this show, this was my dream. Since I was like 14 years old, I just wanted to do the radio. Had no idea how I was going to be able to do it. I didn't want to have to do it how they told me. I wanted to be able to cuss and say, what the fuck if I wanted to, you know? And now I'm doing it. I love it, too. It's amazing. Go for your dreams no matter what. You know, I talk to people. I do the radio. Oh, what you do in the radio? I'm on blog talk. Um. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> let that kind of stuff deter you because it's everywhere. And I swear... Sometimes, you know, this is something that um, Don Nicole Leon says often. I don't know if you know of her, but she's actually pretty fucking phenomenal. She says, if seen in its true light, everything is a test. So I look at that stuff, even the naysayers, even the, oh, as a test. Are you going to be like, well, now I got to go do it bigger because, you know, somebody said something, or am I going to peace be still, stay the course, and know that what is for me is for me. That's some hard shit to do. You got to fucking do it. That's some hard shit to do, but you got to do it. You know, sis, I am excited about your future, and I am excited <laughs> about the connections that you're making and are to make. Um, you know, if if you were to do any more videos, I would absolutely encourage that you do them spontaneously. Don't try to schedule it, you know. People like us, we are just too damn good to be scripted, man. Come on, let's just be real. <laughs> <laughs> too damn good to be scripted, right? You gotta let it flow. You know, I-, I looked at after Robin Williams passed away, there was all these different articles out about him and stuff, and I found out that about ninety percent of his work was ad lib. They could not write Robin Williams. They just had somebody. Robin would be perfect for this. And he would come in and do what he did best. They gave him a premise, and he just made it up as he went along. That is something that all of us has available to us to do, especially once you tap into what your gift is, what your power is, whatever your passion is, whatever your goals are. 
and just flow from there and just trust it. You know, that is something that's hard to do, to trust yourself when you're taught to distrust. You're taught to look outside of yourself all the time. That's why I love that sacred tone masses. I can't wait for Friday so we can, you know, go in back in on that, that part where she talks about just being still and listening to yourself, honoring what you hear, whether it's I want something better than this or, you know, this might be taking too long. You know, patience is a virtue, yes, but sometimes it's also to try your patience to see if you're going to sit there and lay and wait or if you're going to get up and do. We have to discern which is which. There's a difference. There's a difference. You know, sometimes it's hard. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it's hard to be encouraging the black people. It is. You know mm-hmm. why? We hungry. We thirsty. That's something else from the Tone Masters book. Damn it. This whole fucking show is going to be something else from the Tone Masters book. You know? <laughs> she talks in the end about being a tree. Y'all, I ain't, y'all know that word thirsty drives us all crazy in different ways for righteous reasons, you know? But she talks about being thirsty, not for male attention and none of that shit, but thirsting for the mother, for that nurturing, for that support, for that encouragement, that feminine that's missing from this planet because we are hyper-masculine. It's very abusive to women. Women are abused. Women are neglected. Women got too many damn things that they got on their plate to take care of than to be able to put into themselves. There's a lot of things that are put forth to keep us from being able to renew ourselves. And we are thirsty trees. I, I was reading it, and I started crying. I was like, I didn't even realize how thirsty I was. You're right. For good, supportive female energy. Yes. I think that's why it's hard sometimes to be that supportive energy, that supportive black female, because we need so much of it. For ourselves and our people need so much of it. And they're just like petulant fucking children, you know? Like, not only are you supposed to nurture me, but you're supposed to nurture me just how I want you to. You know, ain't that just like a baby that you're trying to, I don't have no children, but I've watched y'all with your children. I see what you do with your kids, you know? The child is nursing. child is nursing. The child going to arrange you and your body the way that the child needs for the child's comfort. That is just how we are as we relate to the feminine energy. We never come out of that child stage, that infantile stage where we need things to be just so. I think it's because we maybe didn't get it enough as babies. Let's just be real. When mama has to work to make sure we got food on the table, that does take a toll. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of factors. And we can keep on pointing fingers. We can keep on blaming. But at the end of the day, it don't buy you bread. It doesn't. It doesn't buy you bread. It doesn't bring you joy. It doesn't get you healed. It doesn't get your soul free so that you can step into your glory. That's something that I appreciate about what you say, sis, because that's what I get from it. I don't know what all these other motherfuckers are hearing. That's what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I heard. I think it's because it's the the dark feminine archetype, sis, that people, they, they aren't used to that dark feminine coming through. I'm going to play that again. I have to play it again because I need to hear it again. 
Hold on, y'all. Pay that shit because that's the money. It's free money. It's free education. Motherfuckers complain all about in high school. Ain't no black history class. But then you go to college where there's a whole Afro-American studies department and ain't one black person in the fucking class. That's some bullshit. It's a whole fucking department about you to learn about yourself. And you know what the funny shit is when they say put shit in books and niggas won't know it? It's the realest shit in the fucking world. Because right. niggas would rather watch reality. BET is a fucking joke. Bullshit. I remember BET. All right, I'm stopping it there. Y'all know I have talked about being in the Africana Studies class and how we have more white folks than we have black folks in the class, and we also have more white and or Hispanic people teaching Africana Studies than we have black Mm. teachers. They would get more courses than the black teachers would, interestingly Mm. enough. And, you know, then Africana Studies about black women becomes black and Latina with a more centered focus on Latina women. Not to knock it, but it's Africana studies, goddammit. <laughs> Let's talk about African women and our shit. Well, I came here to learn. I'm coming to learn the <laughs> studies. Not to knock them. They deserve their shit, but this is mine. And we don't have yes. the right to say that without someone. What? And you're excluding? And we were excluded? You know what? Yes, we were excluded, so we should be exclusive. Wow, we were excluded, so we should be exclusive about our shit. We're not. We want to bring everything and everyone in and thin ourselves out as far as our concerns and our focus goes instead of focusing on our shit. And that is the reason that black people, every time we talk about black men killing black women, it's what a white fucking man do it too. Yes, he kills his bitch too, but you kill yours, motherfucker. What are we going to do about that? Yes. He's doing sick shit to kids, but so the fuck are you. So what are we going to do about that? Yes, he abandons children, and so the hell do you. But you are doing it to black children, and that is what's holding our race up. That is a part of the problem, and we can't get to that nitty-gritty. Everyone needs to be handled with kid gloves. When she said that you put something in a book and niggas won't know it, y'all, let me tell y'all something about some of the most powerful books, books that really do got the power to heal, and how these books are seven and $800 written by black folk to keep you niggas from learning. Because even if, for those few of us who do want to read and do some learning, let's keep it so expensive that it's out of your reach especially those of you who can really, who are born in the ghettos of America, the divine gods, the sibylline oracles born in the ghettos of America and the shanty towns of Africa. Let's keep them so disenfranchised that they're not able to access it. And now we who do have access and do have ability to have an education, it's like my grandfather said, free school and dumb niggas. We don't know shit. We're not interested in that. I love that she talked about that. I love that she talked about, well, I'm saying she like you're not on the show, sis. I'm sorry. I love that you were talking about, I love that you were talking about a lot of people take issue with that piece right there. That's not true. And this, no, it is true. You know, I was thinking about it this morning, how few black female writers I had access to as a child. And I was asking myself, why did I not read black women? I love sci-fi. Stephen King and Dean Koontz was my dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I read almost everything they ever wrote, okay, including some of their current shit. And I'm like, well, why wasn't it Octavia Butler? Why wasn't it 
you know, Zora, why wasn't it Zora Neale Hurston? Why wasn't I listening to Sarah Vaughn and stuff instead of, you know, Tina Marie, not to knock her, but, you know, what happened to all of the Alice Walker book? How come I didn't have that many, you know, Maya Angelou? But we had plenty of Harlequin romance, and well, those weren't our books. Those were mother's books. But, you know, once I got past the Dr. Seuss and the Babysitter's Club and all that fucking-ass bullshit, I wanted some meat, you know? So I went to Mama's Bookshelf, <laughs> and that is where I found all of these other books. You know, I found African folklore stories. Great. You know, I found black poet stories. Great. I found a book by Langston. Great. But where was all this other stuff? How come I didn't read it? Because I didn't, my mother didn't read it. My mother didn't dine on those things, and I ate what she ate. See, mama birds feed baby birds. That's the underlying message of if you put it in a book, niggas won't read it. We don't invest in our own knowledge, our own things that we've written. And I hadn't gotten to that point until I got to be, you know, fucking an adult, you know. Now I'm reading some more of these women. I got all kinds of Octavia Butler books around here trying to digest one at a time instead of three in one. <laughs> you know? Kenyatta, I got to tell you, back in February, right, probably like February 16th, y'all, if y'all go back in the archives of the show. Back in February, I I am the reason everybody the, uh, reading Rainbow came back. And if you go back in the archives, you will hear where I said in my open speech to LeVar Burton, LeVar, LeVar, baby, listen, the little nigga children are not reading anymore. We need you to bring the reading rainbow back. Hurry up. Bring it on. <laughs> A month later, here comes LeVar Burton with the reading rainbow. I got to tell you, I'm glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad he brought the reading rainbow back. I think it's important to, you know, reenter the, into the children's minds reading. One of our, our queen mother here, Queenie Fama, I thought I saw her just come in. Queen, please come back. Um, I thought I just saw you in here. But Queenie Fama has this idea, and she's going to be, you know, interacting with and reading with children, and I wish her well in that because we do. We need the crone mothers, the elders, to go and read stories to the babies. Take them those African folklore stories. Go into those inner city schools. Those children are not being fed. Someone go water our trees. They're thirsty. They're thirsty. And they are thirsty for mother. And mother is addicted to the cell phone and the fucking computer. They are thirsty. Go water our trees, our little seedlings. I find it to be important. I think that black children are worth it. Something I'm glad my mother did for us. She used to read to us all the time. We were real little. And then she would have us read to her. And we were we were always reading something. If you read well, she said, you write well. If you write well, you think well. If you don't think well, someone's thinking for you. <laughs> did I just about get that right? <laughs> you got it right. Okay. Long exactly like right. So, all right. Yeah. I find there's just so much power in the dark feminine who just comes through. She comes through fire and a shotgun. She ain't paying attention to none of that shit. Girl, if you go listen to some of my archives, you'll see what I'm talking about. This <laughs> 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 is what I do. Actually, I'm trying to change today. You know, I'm trying to keep it together so I don't run over the show and talk all the whole time. <laughs> but 
this, <laughs> by all means, the mic is open. Feel free. I should open up other people's mics, too, see if they wanted to say something. Let me bring Blatant Injustices back in. Kenyatta, your mic is still open. Okay. I was sure. I'm listening right now because I'm trying to get this computer to work. Okay, sis. You want me to meet you back? I, I can do it. Okay. I'll, you do that. I'm going to open up 414-399. Your mic is open. Welcome. Did you want to weigh in this time, say something, add to the show, ask a question? Change the topic, whatever. I mean, we're here. We're flowing. 414-399. If you don't know the first six digits of your number, that is not my fault. But you know what I'm saying? If you could just pay attention, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Go at once. Go at once. All right. They might be at a workplace we can't answer. Oh, they might be. They might be. That's all right. Go ahead and listen. 414-698. 414-698. 414 498. 414. Oh, well, that's not the one I opened. 414 Your mic is open. Did you want to say something or weigh in? Yes, no? All right, I'm, I'm going to mute you back. Someone just called in and it bumped everybody. 414-698. Your mic is open. Did you want to say something or ask a question? All right, people listening. Four zero four four one four. Your mic is open. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, uh, hey. Good afternoon, ladies. I have a question for Kenyatta. Uh, I saw the the video that you did, but I also took a look at your uh, your music video that you did. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the name of the song is "Tell Her." Yeah. And can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Because it was very cutting edge, especially for a black woman to do a, a video like that. What was the thought process behind it and the energy uh, that you had going into and, and making that video, that music video? Um, well, uh, with me, like I said before, I, I like to stay true to myself. And I identify you know, my sexuality and a very con- I'm, I'm I'm controversial in a lot of ways, and my my sexuality is part of the, a part of that. But I don't want to be defined by my sexuality, just like I don't want to be defined by that rant video. But at the same time, I don't want to ignore it because it's a part of who I am. So if the song, uh, the way I wrote it, what I, the reasons behind me writing it, if I'm staying true to that concept, I came up with the concept of the whole situation. Um, people like honesty. You know, like if they can relate to something as opposed to you painting this pretty picture and telling them to look at it and, and, and pick out the parts that's you, then they can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I knew at the end of the day, if I, if I put it in a way that it was just kind of like having it in black and white, you know, it, 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 it just goes to the heart of how realistic it is, you know, um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of black and white movies, you know, so, and it seems like, uh, there's more of a story in those, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like the black and white mm-hmm. would be able to highlight the story behind it, you know? It's just like, I'm friends with this chick, you know? We, we vibe, but she fucking with this this nothing-ass nigga. And, you know, she kind of takes it out on me, cuts me off because it, it's kind of a mutual thing. And, and I hate to see her going through that, but it's kind of hard to step, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like, 
it's a, it's a scenario that no matter what your sexuality is or who you are or who you decide to fuck with, you can relate to. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to highlight that more of the fact that I'm being cutting edge and being bold and making a statement about who I am and my sexuality, you know. So um, that was my thought process, you know, okay. being more <laughs> art. Thank you. It Thank is you. the I official position it. of the Angry Divas that we love lesbians. So fuck all that other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And anybody who fucking has a goddamn problem with a lesbian is free to take her fucking ass out. Get out. I don't tolerate that shit. Period. And everybody needs to hear me say it. I will fuck you up. We don't do that shit. We do not attack our sisters over that shit. Damn that shit. Now, I don't really give a fuck. You don't have to listen to the fucking show. You don't have to like it. You don't have to listen. Get the fuck out. Okay, I, I, thought, I thought the Sorry. video. I, I, <laughs> I love it, Triple. I, I thought the video was beautiful, and and I, and I look forward to more music uh, from you. You're you're an inspiration. Uh, I think more young young uh, lovers of hip hop need to hear your music. But the song wasn't even though the song wasn't hip hop, I guess it was more R and B. But uh, it it was beautifully shot. It was beautifully directed, and it was a beautifully written song. So um, I, I'm glad that I came across this, that video. After I Thank you so one. very much. Thank you. Could you repeat the real. video yeah. for us, sis? So I could put it in the chat room, yeah. so I could also make sure I watch it. Because I'm I'm not happy that I don't know what the hell y'all are talking about. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's, it's, yeah, it's I don't called know. Tell it's her, right? It's tell yeah. her. Yeah, it's you beautiful. type my name. It, it you type my name in a. YouTube, I believe, and it pops up right after the rent, like two of my music videos. Do. Yeah. So, uh, it's easy to find. Oh, I heard the song. I didn't see the video. The Yo, video. Going, uh, oh, what? Yeah, the, the video. Nice. Yo, yeah. <laughs> y'all go ahead and talk while I watch the video. Yeah. It may be controversial for you know, a lot of black women who are uncomfortable with, uh, you, you know, the fluidity of black women's sexuality. Yeah. But love is love, and um, I, I, I salute your boldness in doing it. Um, and, you know, having been working in the entertainment industry myself, I know that there are people in the industry who are singers and rappers who have the fluidity of sexuality, but they're afraid to come out when that boldness that you did. So I salute you again and, and uh, look forward to more music from you. Thank you. I'll keep, I'll keep providing it, I swear. Okay. Please good. do. Especially <laughs> from all, the 41 seconds I was able to catch before I knew better than to, you know, keep myself on mute any longer. Um, please <laughs> do keep it up. You know, I, I Thank love you. sisters. I love the sisterhood. You know, I did this, um, I did this book study, Lesbian Origins is the book. You should get it, Lesbian Origins by Susan Cavan. I always okay. recommend that book to women. And the reason I recommend that book to women is because we don't understand how we began. We don't understand how we came into how we are now, how our societal structure has been set up, how our belief systems have been set up, how they came into being, what they derived from. There's so much ignorance. That's why we do this show every fucking day, every weekday. We do it. Because there's so much we don't know. And I, for one, want to make sure that I know. I tell y'all all the time, I am a no-see person. I got to know what is going on so I can see what's coming up. And I find that to be very important in my life, and I think you should too. That's how we progress, and that's how we advance instead of staying stagnant. 
So I, um, I, I'm have, I'm going to add it back up on the website. I took it, you know, I took the offering off of the page, but it was a $20 book study. We had a couple of sisters sign up. They were enriched by it. They enjoyed it. We had quite a few sisters who were like lesbian origins and wouldn't even bother to ask a question just because that is just how uncomfortable black women are with just even the word lesbian. Like, it's it's a crime to even just say the word. And people are afraid of being associated as a lesbian. You know, I hear myself in the show talking about, you know, people call me a man-hater and they call me a lesbian. And then I cringe when I hear myself say it because I know they mean it as an epithet. I don't receive it as that. I just feel, how do you figure lesbians hate men just because they reject men, because they don't accept men sexually? But I understand where that's coming from. It's something I try to check even in myself, something I try to make sure I pay attention to whenever I'm talking with other women, when we talk about the goddess, but we don't talk about the double goddess. There's a lot of bias as far as it comes to women. If it fits within the patriarchal paradigm, it's acceptable, it's celebrated, it's okay. If it does not fit within that, Burn it with fire is how they regard it. Okay? That's not what I'm about. It's not what I'm about. You know? I wouldn't be comfortable being true to myself if other people couldn't be true to themselves too. So that's just not something I'm ever going to allow or encourage around here. You don't have to like it, but you don't fucking have to listen. I don't really give a shit if you don't. I support sisters. Yes, I do. And I do not require, actually, I more so require that you not be digmatized, that you not be coming through here always with a phallus in your mouth. Everything you say and every time you articulate yourself, it has to be celebratory of some man or in some way relating back to what men should do and how they haven't instead of what we can do and what is in our power to do. That is more so where mm-hmm. I stand from, and that's that's really why they got a problem with me, y'all. <laughs> that's me being true to myself though we should be able to have conversations about a myriad of different things and nobody flinch and if you can't this ain't the place for you now I feel like I'm done with my little rant <clears throat> Diva has many Diva has many <laughs> <laughs> wow so You've got a new single out. I was listening to it. Yes, what do you think? I didn't like it. I'm going to be honest with you, sis. I felt like That's it cool. was not you. I felt like it wasn't you. I, I, you and felt I don't like it wasn't you. me? Yeah, I don't, I'm not saying I know you and, like, I know you, you know, but I'm like, I don't feel like this is this sound. Not the words. I like the words. The words is always on. Yeah. But there was something <laughs> about the sound that was different, and I think that's why I didn't like it. I was like, no, nah, this shit sound like, you know, fucking, what that nigga name is? Uh, gold all in my chain, my chain. Gold all in my rack, my rack. Gold all in my life, my life. Don't believe it, yeah, watch. Nigga, 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 Now, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Here's what I would like to see. I would mm-hmm. like to see you play with, like, some bass some cellos, some strings. You know what I'm saying? I want to see you play <laughs> with your voice, with the strings and the wind. You know, not that beat machine motherfucker shit. You know what I mean? Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck that all that bullshit. I want to see you play with horns and wind instruments and percussion and strings. You know, 
play with sounds. Play with those sounds, with those well, healing that's what I do. tones. I know you do, but don't get that gold <laughs> all of my tech, my tech, gold all of my tech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm an artist, you know. Uh, I, know. I, 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 I know. I like to be versatile. But, I, I mean, I'm, I aspire to be a songwriter, too. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, sometimes I write songs, and I don't necessarily hear me, so I speak from a, a, a different person's perspective, you know. So that song isn't me. You know, is oh, it's, it's, you were channeling. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Well, now I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again. So I, thought, okay, <laughs> I get you now. See, I got you now. Behind the song is I'm gonna just throw it out there, which is it's interesting how it came up. I saw the cover for Nicki Minaj's Anaconda song, and um, it kind of it kind of made me angry. You know what I'm saying? Um, for a lot of different reasons. But it, it it got me to thinking about how it's really the way that music is sold. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much all people are marketing. Even good artists, you know, they they resort to selling sex as opposed to making music. So I feel like if you're going to talk about sex, at least do it in an artistic way. At least, you know, if you're going to use your body to sell music, at least do it in an artistic, in, in a way that you can, you know, write off as artistic expression. So the whole song is kind of like this, this the idea we have is, as, as, as the, the, the world we grow up in, the world we come up in. Sex is everything. All you that's all you really know. That's your excuse for everything. You 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 behind it. You know, sex can can manipulate people into thinking they love somebody. Sex can be the basis on how much you care about somebody, where you go with somebody, your relationship, or it could be all you want, and you can acknowledge that. You know what I'm saying? But everything is kind of like determined on sex. So that I think that that I was trying to speak for everybody instead of myself. You know, like grouping people together. So it's different. Okay. Yeah. Well, now Diva going to have to go back and listen again, and then I will come back with what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. You know, perspective changes shit. No, it really does. Yeah. When you change the way you look at things, the things that you're looking at change. So now I know it was intentional. I was like, no, nah, I don't sound like you. What the hell is this? Oh, okay. You meant <laughs> that. I'm sorry. Whoops. <laughs> Shutting up. Ask the artist and then speak. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> You're not Man. the first person that told me they didn't like it, so I wasn't surprised at all. Huh. So yeah. I wonder if if a video, you know what I mean, would yeah. change that. What you think? You know, like they're not <laughs> feeling it because they can't see the concept, but then once you get you a little concept, a little video going, mm-hmm. and you know. You know these thirty second niggas, they need to see something. You got to show up. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. I'm working on it though, so Awesome. Well, everyone, be looking out for that. Cause I am. You know, I am. I am looking out for that. Cool. Sis, who um who would you say is your musical inspiration? Now I wanna know that. I wanna pick your brain a little bit. Who would you say um, is your major inspiration for sound and for lyrics? Um, okay, I'm weird. I get my inspiration from a lot of different people. Uh, I love hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? So I would say uh, Outkast, Jay-Z, Kanye, Common, Lupe Fiasco, okay. number two. Um, I love Andre 2000, Life with a Passion, um, Erica Badu, uh, number one, hands down, though, uh, if I ever met Lauren Hill, it would change my life. Um, 
Because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be the person I am outside of the artist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she, in her music, in the way that she thought, in the way that she wrote, in the way that she approached things, changed the way that I thought and I approached things, too. She also kind of affected the way I, I write or the way I sing or, you know, like, I don't, I don't think, you know, and that's what I don't think artists think about. You know, you don't, you don't set yourself to be somebody's idol, but in, in unintentionally doing that is somebody that you change just by being yourself, just by being, you know, like, just by her simply being, she changed my whole life, you know. So I would say Lauren Hill is number one, most definitely. Even though I draw my influences from a lot of places, she is definitely what I shoot for when I make music for, for me, you know, so. I think I needed to hear you say that, you know, as a teen, I was mostly writing and doing poetry and open mic spoken word, mm-hmm. but I did a whole lot of listening to um, the miseducation of Lauren Hill as an inspiration for my writing, as a, as a soundtrack basically of my writing. And yes, it did. It changed the way I looked at things. It changed the way I related to myself and to other people even, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite motherfucking line. It's funny how money changes situation. Miscommunication <laughs> lead to conversation. My yes. emancipation don't fit your equation. I was on the humble you on every station. <laughs> you know, that's just happy. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. You know, just the way that and the way that she introduced different concepts, you know, I'll never forget being in church, teenager. And this mm-hmm. stupid pastor, we having a youth conference, and this stupid pastor comes in and gets up talking to him in his sermon, yeah, Lauren Hill got y'all chasing after that thing. And I stood up and said, you're wrong. You're lying. Mm-hmm. She's talking against that thing. You should mm-hmm. listen to it before you talk about it. And everybody mm-hmm. in the church looked at me like, oh, my God, y'all, they did not like me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you are not supposed to get up in the middle of the preacher talking and say nothing. You're not no, supposed to do that not. shit, but I did it. I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're like wrong, it. and you're lying on her. You ain't even listen mm-hmm. to it. You need to listen mm-hmm. to it before you talk about it. I was all attitudinal and teenage, you know. And <laughs> he, he, he was like, see, the music got y'all's mind so much, you will defend these people in the house of God. And I was like, a lot of us are still virgins because of that girl. You know what you're talking yeah. about. You better say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> Well, what I experienced in listening to that, listening to her, I hate what they've mm-hmm. done to her. You know, anytime yes. a black woman expresses herself sovereignly and in sovereignty, the first thing they throw at you is you're crazy. Something's wrong with you. You're hurting. You need healing. You know, you done went too far off the left. They, they always want to play you small or play you crazy or make you out to be some voodoo crazy bitch or some whatever the fuck racist mm-hmm. caricature that they can come up with. Yeah. You know? Because you commune and 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 you're in divine sacred source space, and they can't mm-hmm. stand to see that power. And it's something that I'm glad I saw Lauren Hill, you know, market. I saw her unplugged. I cried watching unplugged. I love I that so else. much. I love that. But I, oh my God, I cried like a baby. Her voice. Mm-hmm. That is when we really got to experience the healing tones. 
of her voice, when you got to experience her energetically send you that pain, that clarity, that understanding, that renewed awakening, that redefinition of who you are. I felt all of that watching her. Um, that's why I just sat there crying. I had my little tissue. I had a whole bunch of grapes. I was just eating grapes and crying. And tissue. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and just get in my life. You know, it's it's amazing. I'm glad to hear you talk about your inspiration. I'm glad to hear, you know, what you've experienced from it. I think that we need to talk more about that. How many times could it be that you saved somebody because you just told them that, you know, what they did meant something to you? We don't even know the power of our words. What Just that little thing right there, even if she don't never hear it, she can hear it because she can hear in the ether. She can pick up the energy just like you can. When someone says something positive about you, now you're smiling. Ain't it funny how the way you feel show on your face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she can pick that up just like we can pick up all of it. Put a little something mm-hmm. positive out there, especially if it inspires you, you know? The people who yeah. inspire us to do great things, we don't often pay homage to. And I love yeah. hearing you do it. I love hearing us to do that. That's the whole point, though. I think that's what's missing, you know, um, in the industry right now, especially amongst females in hip-hop and music, period. You know, they, they, they just tear each other down. Like, and that's why I had a hard time getting in it, getting good, you know, feeling Nicki Minaj. She's talented. Like, she's she's a very talented lyricist. She's a very talented artist. But at the same time, for her to come in and tear down Lil' Kim like that, when Lil' Kim is an icon, Lil' Kim is a pioneer, you might not like her as a person, but... At the end of the day, she paved the way for you. You know, how can you blatantly disrespect somebody who you're clearly mimicking? You know what I'm saying? In a lot of different ways, and 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 I, I just I just I, I'm not down for disrespect. It's all about respect. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you don't if you don't mimic something or if you don't imitate something, you got to pay respect to the person that did it first. Yes. So there's no way around that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you burn a lot of bridges when you do that, and you make you set make a certain impression and like it kind of rubs people the wrong way you know what I'm saying like I never disrespect nobody no matter if it if I don't care how much anybody talk about me how beneficial it may be it's, there's no benefit in tearing somebody down you know what I'm saying so I just don't I can't get with that it's too much hate it's too much especially amongst women and when, when there's so much hate against us as black women in general you know it's, it's it's like we hate ourselves you know I don't I don't I don't understand how you know we want somebody to uplift us. We want somebody to help us. We want opportunity. We want equality. But we can't even be equal and, and give each other the benefit of the doubt. It just doesn't make sense to me at all. I'm just sitting here nodding my head to, you know, I have to mute myself so I don't sit here, mm-hmm, amen, <laughs> all in the phone <laughs> when people are talking. But I yeah. I agree with you on that. I, as much as we admonish, we celebrate around here. And we have so many good uh, resonant experiences when we do the shows. You know, people coming in, everything everyone contributes. It always ends up helping. You know, we had one sister come and just bear witness to the greatness that is her mother. She was in this precarious situation while at her father's house. Some man pulled her into the bathroom, was going to try to, you know, do something crazy with her. And she just felt to run. And she ran and screamed, and, you know, her mother was alerted. And her mother came there, guns blazing, ready to drop whoever the fuck it was that had her little girl in a situation like that. And one of our sisters calls in, and she goes, I was listening to your last broadcast, your last podcast, and that sister, when she talked about her mom, I'm going to be that kind of mom. Mm-hmm. Two days later, 
on angrydivas.com in the Dear Diva section, I get a note. Dear Diva, thank you so much for what you do. I don't know who the sister is who first started talking about her mother being guns blazing, but I know the other day you had a sister come on and she said she was going to be that kind of mom. And you know what? I'm going to be that kind of mom too. No one's going to come against my children. Mm-hmm. Y'all, just that simple. Just that simple. Because it takes just a little itty bitty spark to ignite a flame. That's all it takes. Uh, it's not that fucking hard. It seems like it, but it's really not that fucking hard to just be that little spark that gives a, a start to a flame. It's not. I don't know why it seems to be like it kills us, but I go back to what I said earlier. I really think it's because we are so thirsty. The need is so great. And we are just so disrespectful and blasphemous against it. You know, like we need it, but we we know we haven't gotten it for so long that you start to get like, well, I'm never going to get it. You know, like broke people who put money down, even though they really do want some more motherfucking money. But they put it down <laughs> they don't have it and talk shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why they don't get more money because you don't get what you talk against, motherfucker. You've got to change your mind and change your words to change what goes on in your life. And a lot of people get stuck because they won't do that simple thing. Change your words. When we get invested in that shit, we see things change in our life. But people, I, I don't know. I think it's, it goes right back into because the one constant in the world is change. But change is the thing everybody's afraid of. They want things to stay the same, but they want things to get better. But they don't understand it got to get worse sometimes before it gets better. Sometimes you got to go a little bit lower down deep, descending into your dark self all that shit you don't like, all that shit you thought you dealt with, but you really just suppressed before you can really come out anew. You can't mm-hmm. ascend with shit weighing you down. You got to descend first. Once you've descended into who you are and figured out all that muck and mire and cleared all that debris away, you can ascend into what it is you were always meant to be. We skip that other step, though. We think if we just bury it or put it behind us and don't talk about it no more, then that, you know, we could just go ahead on and ascend. No, no, it doesn't work like that. It's unfortunate, but it doesn't. It takes so much more than that. That's something that it seems like it's so easy, but it's not. Like I said, we're thirsty, and I think we're afraid. We're afraid to admit it. I know I was because I know the connotations with the word. They always want to associate it to some dickism. Uh Uh-uh, ain't nobody worried about no man like that. I don't even like that. But I am Somebody help me get the song it was. Someone bring me water for these flowers growing out my mind. If you want to fill me, better be divine. Bring me water, water from my mind. What the hell was the song? Bring me water, water for my mind. Damn, what is the song? Ah, I got it. I got it. I got it, baby. Yes, I got it. I'm going to play this. And we got about six minutes, everybody, before we go into overtime. But I got it. Yeah. 
something about that particular lyric, bring me water from my mind. That is why I enjoy these shows. I enjoy the things that you sisters bring in because it is water for my mind. We get to come together. This is our sister circle. You know, I call Angry Divas my temple. Why Angry Diva? Because that rage, that fire, that I'm sick of this shit, that is the agent of change in your life. That's when you finally gotten sick and tired of being sick and tired, and now you're doing something different with yourself. Rage and anger are your powers. Sis, you are more than just a ranter. Absolutely. And that wasn't a rant. That's what we call it to diminish the power of free speech. But that wasn't a rant. No. No. That was a very powerful delivery of facts, passion, purpose. That is how I see it. That is how anyone who has any scent of intelligence would be seeing it. It was not a rant. This was a call to arms. If it was a man, we'd be talking about good speech, brother. We wouldn't call it a rant. We would not call it a rant if it was a man. Black woman say something, she's ranting. I had someone say that, well, I tried to come in to talk, but you guys were just jibber-jabbering. Excuse me? You know what, bitch? Don't you ever fucking call my show again. Fuck you. What? No. the hell out. I don't have time for that crap. No, see, we would not do that kind of stuff to guys or even to a white woman. She'd be sassy. Ooh, if you was a white woman. Sassy. Fierce. Just like that, too flat. Rant. <laughs> 90 seconds, everybody, and we're in overtime. 347 826 Call in, press 1 to speak to the host and to speak to Kenyatta Wilson herself. 347 826 If that's your time with us for today, peace be your journey. You can always catch it in the archive later. And thank you for listening. I appreciate you coming on through. Yes, Diva's in a different flow today because, you know, I'm trying to share the mic instead of being my Mike Hogg typical self. 60 seconds. She just announced it in my ear. Call in. Yeah, sis, Kenyatta, I just want to encourage you in any of your expressions to just let yourself flow in any given moment don't hold yourself back don't be worried if they call it a rant they're going to say whatever the fuck they got to say to try to shut you up or shut you down or slow you down or castigate you or get you to second guess yourself or do something a different way you are an authentic revolving god being and i salute you i recognize you soul to soul thank you so much i really appreciate that and i appreciate that for having me too Say that again. again. I said no. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate you encouraging me. I don't get that much, you know, from anybody, uh, from a lot of people, I should say. And I thank you for having me because this has been a very good experience for me. It's been a very fun experience for me. You are unique in your own way, and it's very, (laughs) it's very humbling to be able to experience that. So, thank you for having me again. 
Absolutely. And, you know, you're welcome to come back anytime, especially once you, you know, when you get your video together, you got to come tell me about it. Um, when your album is ready, you better bring your ass in and tell me about it. <laughs> I want dibs. I want dibs. You got dibs. You know, you front, you got when dibs. you start frontlining for people, I better hear about it. <laughs> I better hear I about it. <laughs> You'll hear about it. Good. Good. I'm adopting you as my new little sister. I'm stealing you. I'm captivating you. You're my new sister, my little sister. Kidnapped you. I need more. Officially a member of the Angry Diva family. I love hard. I'm real bossy. You know, you have to tell me to shut the fuck up sometimes, and I'm going to have to repeat that. (laughs) (laughs) I love hard, and I love true. (laughs) We always appreciate it. Yes. I'm so glad that we were able to get Kenyatta Wilson in here, everyone. Make sure you check her out. She is on Facebook, Kiwi. Did I say that right? It's Kiwi, right? Yes, you know, she did. Really it's Kiwi, it yes. K-E-W-I-I. There we go. Kiwi yeah. on Facebook. You can check her out. She's also on SoundCloud. Hold on a minute. Where is it? How come I can't find it? I just had the damn thing. Can you tell us your SoundCloud, honey? Yes, ma'am. If you go to SoundCloud, you can type in Kiwi spelled like that, or you can go to SoundCloud.com slash iKiwi, I-K-E-W-I-I. It would have been Kiwi, but somebody took it, so I had to get creative. And on Twitter as well, it's the same thing, underscore I-Kiwi, I-K-E-W-I-I. So link up with me. All right, sis. Anyone, um, do you have a website, sis? No, I don't have a website, unfortunately, you know. Um working on it. I'm working on it. But it'll come together pretty soon. So I'll let you know when yeah, I get back together. No, you ain't letting me know shit. Me and you're gonna be talking about this in the next week. Um, yeah, <laughs> you, you will be having it together. Yeah. Okay, let me know no, shit. <laughs> Sorry. This this is Jesus. It's, cool. it's cool. Uh, I need Bossy, bossy sometimes. Bitch. <laughs> oh good I don't know any other way And a lot of people get upset with me Because they think I'm trying to be an asshole And I just don't fucking know what <laughs> No I just feel like you're giving me direction Where I lack direction So it's always yeah. I ain't gonna be trying to tell you how to mix music Because I don't know nothing about that shit But I will definitely oh, no, I'll cut you off website. right there Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Right I like, Bitch this. please hold up Stay in your lane I got Have this <laughs> Get back yeah. in your, you ain't driving this one, Miss Davis, excuse me. <laughs> no, you can you know? go for the ride, though, but no, no. I got yes. <laughs> no, I know you do. I know you do. I would never cool. hold that. But I definitely, what I know, I speak on. And, you wow. know, definitely the, the website, Internet stuff, we will be talking about that. I just, okay. I want to see, I know, I know you're going to be a success. I know you are. And I just wanted you to hear me say it, and I wanted everybody else to hear me say it. So once it happens, I could do like I did with LeVar Burton and be like, excuse me, go back in the archives to on this date at this time. <laughs> when I say, <laughs> I say that this shit was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm being silly, but no, in a serious way, we will one day be sitting here saying, go back in the archives on this date at this time and hear what I make, said. <laughs> let me make a note mm-hmm. of it right now so I can remember right? the date and the time. The date <laughs> yep. There you go. 
204. Somebody play the number. Played a lot. Of did anyone else? Did anyone else have anything they wanted to say? You know, before we uh, brought it to a close, I I don't want to hold the line if no one had anything to say. You know, I just wanted to make sure that we talked with our sister, that we gave her an opportunity not only to express herself but to show us. You know, sometimes you you do have to show people that you are more than what they think you are. At the same time, I have learned, and, and I feel like this was an ego lesson for me. This, In my experience, this was an ego lesson for me. It's better if they fucking underestimate you. Okay. It's better. Yeah, see, my ego needed them to know who I was and what I could do and where I come from and what I represent. But I had to mm-hmm. learn the more they know, the more power they have over you. Mm-hmm. the more energy they have from you. So you give what you want to give, and you give it when you're standing in power, not when you're in need, not from a place of need, from a place of power. I give a lot of myself on this show. I give a lot of examples from my life. I'm speaking truth to power. If I was still hurting behind that shit, I wouldn't tell you a motherfucking thing. Mm-hmm. I'd be damned if I give you a rock to throw at me. You're going to throw them anyway, you know? You're going to throw them yeah. anyway. But I'll be damned if I give you one that can hurt me, give you some rock that's really some goddamn cellophane, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You don't never know. <laughs> Shit. You know? Let me stop. But, no, I, that's something that I had to learn um, that I'm still teaching myself because it ain't, you know, we getting there. You know, sometimes I have to tell the ego. I'd have named her. I'd have named the bitch Wanda. You know what I'm saying? So that way I'd be like, shut the fuck up, Wanda. Anybody ask me? ego flares the fuck up, I could just turn to my ego and be like, listen, Wanda, and told your ass already. We don't do that no more. <laughs> and I have to check my own self and check my own ego to keep myself understanding. It don't matter what they say about you. They don't have to sing your praises now. Bless all right. Let them underestimate mm-hmm. you. The underdog is the one that wins, baby. Mm. <laughs> it's never all the right. sure thing. It's never the sure thing. It's always that little motherfucker we never saw coming. Like, where the fuck did they come from? We've never heard of this bitch before. Who the hell is she? Since you live in witness, let me tell y'all something. 46,000 views, that video. 46,000. Wow. Since March. March 2014. Actually, March 14th, 2014, to be exact is when it was posted, mm-hmm. 46,000 views, just that one. You don't even know about the one that was embedded in Facebook that had over 8,000 shares at the time mm-hmm. it was posted. I've been following <laughs> this shit, okay? People can talk shit all they motherfucking want to. They talk shit about Ianla's beloved ass, too, and Mother mm-hmm. Oprah. They don't like nothing. Fuck it. Still be your goddamn <laughs> That's my word. <laughs> I'm Triple Dart. This is the Angry Divas Radio Show. And I'm signing off this bitch. We love you. We appreciate our listeners always. You know, we are pushing 10,000 strong, and we've only been on the air since January 29, 2014. 
So I'm celebrating me as well and celebrating all of us and everything that it is that we do in our short time and all of the way that we came here to be. Always celebrate yourself. Be ever wonderful in your own sweet way. Don't worry about people, what they say about you. You can't even listen to that shit. Get yourself some good mind mantras, you know? Some things you tell yourself once you start to feel some of that down, that down energy. You know, I always talk about this, that little negative committee that meets in your head and has whole fucking sessions talking about all the shit you did wrong or could have did better or what about this and how come that. Fire those motherfuckers and replace them with someone who will approve every single time. Recognize when the shit that you think is your thought is actually something you're hearing because you gifted somebody else say. Push it out, push it out, push it out. Soldier boy, tell Soldier boy on the beat. Yes, 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 yes,